The Hump, episode two, Death and Taxes. We come right for the jugular. The sequel. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beeland. Welcome, everybody. If you didn't see episode one, we're not officially online on the blog and on Stitcher and iTunes and all those good places yet, but you can catch us. There's a recording on Facebook because we did Facebook Live last week, so people, if they want to figure out what this is all about, because we're not going to rehash all of that again. We've done it twice already. I think that's good enough. Yeah. We might have lost like half our audience though, because with all the Facebook crap that's going on right now. Oh, that's true. It's we got to find those other avenues because uh, yeah, yeah, I think they, people are fleeing Facebook in droves. Yeah, they're boycotting. Yeah, I saw a lot of that boycott, and then uh, they got it uh, got online today. Zuckerberg got online and was saying, "Hey, we're going to clean up the problem." That that's probably a whole different topic. We're not just going to be on Facebook. This is the easiest venue, kind of get us out here, get us recorded. So. You'll see us other places. Um, so, beer of the week this week. I have yet to sip this, actually. I've had it before, but it's delight. Cheers. Have you had it before? I have had it before. Mm. Got a little uh, prairie. Prairie Artisan Ales, no chill. No chill. I selected this. Prairie was one of my top breweries. They're based out of kind of the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. They were one of my top breweries of the year, and I picked No Chill because we're recording this on the second day of spring. Starting to get to No Chill. And so we're starting to get to No Chill. This is wishful thinking, this yeah. selection. Yeah, Oklahoma beers, man, they're they're definitely underrated. There's some good ones out there. Prairie, I love all their stuff. and You also have uh, Rough Tail. And... and this one's compar- comparatively, it's kind of light. Yeah, it their, is. I mean, it's like the ABV on this is light. I think this might be the lightest one they have. They they. Usually are in the 12, 13% range. So, you know, the irony of that too is that you and I are a big fan of like going into a brewery and like get it filling your growler or crowler and bring in some, you know, bring some home. Oh, yeah. Um, just did that and brought you and your lovely wife some, uh, some nice beer. Matter of fact, that was almost our selection tonight. But I came they, this close to wearing that shirt, but Becca threatened to nut me if, uh, really? if I cracked open that can. Yeah. Should have so. just brought more back. Like you don't need, you can get new clothes. You can't get that beer here. I know, I know. She threatened, and if she hadn't hurt herself, which we're gonna get into later, mm-hmm. I would have, in fact, cracked it. But I, you know, I couldn't, hurt, you know, I couldn't take advantage yeah. of somebody so afflicted. So yeah. while we're having a couple of drinks of the beer, there are a couple of people that we want to want to toast probably at the beginning of the uh, the episode here. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Like to give a little shout out and a toast to. Uh, our friend, young friend Brock, who uh, has been battling cancer for a while, and he's had some uh, some things going on trying to to get the word out there about lymphoma and whatnot. Yeah, he um, so Brock, aka we call him the Ultimate Warrior. We've known him since birth, friends with his yes. parents. Uh, he was up for uh, the Lim- uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, student of the year they were running a campaign and i think they announced they wrapped it up last weekend 
and he finished second. He finished runner runner up in the fundraising. So shout out to Brock, man. That was an awesome, dude. I know we threw you a little scratch. Yeah, he's, he's doing great. Doing, he's healthy. He's uh, in remission or now cancer free. Uh, so he's got a clean bill of health. He, and he's got some nice soft lettuce, man. I like it. <laughs> is. It's like peach fuzz. I love it. He's a tough kid, though, man. That was a big battle, and he uh, he made it through in record time, too. I mean, he was a beast. Yeah. He is yeah. the ultimate warrior. He is totally the ultimate warrior, which is so apropos. Uh, the other other group I want to send a shout-out to, folks will learn this soon enough, is if I didn't had mention it, I'm going to take a, take a sip first. Uh, I'm on the board of directors for Kansas City Young Audiences, which mm -hmm. is all about introducing or helping facilitate arts education to, to children. Uh, there are a lot of budget cuts all across the United States, particularly in the arts. And so Kansas City Young Audiences really works to kind of fill that gap from a funding standpoint in, uh, uh, in arts education. And one of the things, Andre, I found out about it on social media. It wasn't even brought up at a board meeting. It was kind of crazy. I was telling you about yeah. it before is Andre's Chocolates are selling KCYA or Kansas City Young Audiences chocolate bars over the next couple of weeks. So probably Easter has something to do with it, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, put a basket. But if you want to get something, uh, if, if there's anybody watching or listening that, you know, I have kids and they're looking for something for Easter, you can help arts education for kids and, and get a chocolate bar at uh, Andre's Chocolates. So, and then the other thing, if you want to meet me and Chad, if you're here in Kansas City, and you actually want to meet me and Chad live and say hello, uh, we're going to be going to one of their events soon, too, in April. Oh, yeah. April 14th. Yeah. You've forgotten, had I did forget, but I just remembered. <laughs> Please, tell me more. <laughs> Please, tell me more. Well, so what's cool about Kansas City and Audience is they do not only kind of traditional arts like ballet, but they've started a garage band program. Ooh. And on April 14th at 1 o'clock, I think it's a Saturday, they're going to have a food truck. And they're um, going to have several teenage rock bands that practice there all the time. Actually, they're going to perform. So Some shredding. So they are going to. Yes. I'm down. Yeah. So if folks want to come out, we'll be there. You can say hello. Just don't interrupt. Well, it's going to be hard to interrupt. The, the, there's so many groupies. What are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, but anyway, we'll be there. Uh, come check it out. It's a great place. They're out on uh, 36 in Maine is the building. So that'll be awesome. So um, let's talk about some awesome stuff that happened last week. Like we witnessed history. We I, did. That was uh, that was something. I just happened to catch that game. Uh, just happened to be flipping around watching the the UMBC game and uh, Virginia. Um, amazing, amazing stuff. I well, and you. Uh, it's been as amazing after the game, too. Like, the guy that runs their social account. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, I loved the way he was mixing it up and uh, calling Seth Davis out and some other people. Uh, he, then before the, uh, the UMBC-Kansas State game, they uh, were going back and forth, the two um, channels, and having just some good, witty banter. That makes me happy, <clears throat> just the fact that he called Seth Davis out. Because Seth Davis, he, he is, well... So for folks that don't know, I'm a big KU guy, University of Kansas guy. Not. Not, yeah. But Seth's a, hate, like, Seth's a KU hater. Like, he had the 16 to 1. I was so relieved. He did pick Penn. He, he picked Penn. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't believe that game. It was nuts. And uh, 
even though it put my team, Kansas State, in a in a foul light, I've read some articles how uh, K K State was Darth Vader because we had to be the ones to knock off Cinderella, and uh, you know, I, I if I wasn't in that, have a vested interest in that game, then by all means, I'd been rooting for them, but uh, the Cats came through. Yes, they did. I was I was rooting for them. I told you I was going to be rooting for the Cats. It was a house divided in a weird way. So Beck and I, we have the game on. Yeah. Beck and I were rooting for the Cats, and then G and his girlfriend were rooting for UMB. Uh, it sounds like a bank. I know. It I is. know so many banks that yeah. it's like they were going to the bank that first game against Virginia. That was just crazy. That was crazy. But G and his girlfriend were rooting for UMBC. I UMBC. get it. It's I, exciting. I yeah. mean, everybody wants to see uh, David, you know, take down Goliath, but. Uh, the Cats did it. My Kansas State Wildcats are in the Sweet 16, which for you as a KU fan, this is something, you know, every year you experience this crap. So uh, it's a little more rare for us. I think it's 2010 was the last time we made it. So uh, it's some sweet, sweet moments here for tomorrow night's game. All right, let's prognosticate. Yeah, it's tomorrow night, and I'm definitely rooting for So it'll be two weeks in a row I'm rooting for K-State because I – Against Kentucky. I mean, everybody hates Kentucky. They got a, they got more than a puncher's chance, you think? I mean, it depends. If Dean Wade shows up, if Dean Wade can play, I think they got a decent chance. I think they have a decent chance. I mean, one, they proved to get in that last game, the, both of their games, and we saw this through Big 12 play, they're defensively sound. Like, they, yeah. they scare me. What The only thing that kind of concerns me about K-State going into that game, and not to devolve, we won't go weekly into sports talk, it's just like, this is super timely. Yeah, time. We witnessed history, and I think it's kind of cool that we have four Big 12 teams in the, the Sweet 16, is that what was surprised me in the last game against UMBC is that they didn't move the ball like they traditionally do on offense. That that didn't look like a Bruce Weber coached, off, offensively coached team. The defensive side, they looked sound, and they were awesome, yeah. but... That game was hideous. I mean, it was even hard as a Kansas State fan to watch that game because, uh, I mean, they uglied it up just enough to win the game. But, uh, you know, they get Dean Wade back. They got a chance. If they don't have Dean Wade, though, I think they're hosed because Kentucky's just massive. Yeah. I think their point, their point guard's like 6'6". Six, six. So, yeah, they're a big team. They're super long. They gave us all that we wanted when we played them earlier in the year, when KU played them earlier in the year. So, um, okay. So you think they make Final Four? They get past Kentucky? Yeah, I'd say so. That means they're playing either a, what, a 7 or an 11 seed? Yeah, Again, Loyola or Nevada. Okay. Kentucky's a game. They get past that. Who knows? Who has a better chance, K-State or KU, getting in the Final Four? That's almost a tough call. Any other year wouldn't be tough, but you got Duke on the other side. You got Villanova. Like, I don't – I mean, Final Four, KU yeah. can make it. Championship game, I don't know. That's going to be tough. Well, we clear if KU clears Clemson, we most likely have to play Duke. Although Syracuse surprised me by beating Michigan State, so it'll be. I don't think many people are giving us a chance to get past Duke. It'll be. It'll be interesting to see. So, um, you know, what's funny is we were talking about the tournament last time, and as we were discussing the tournament last time about it being a great time to like get a vasectomy. Yeah. This last weekend, I also discovered what it's also a good time for, watching the trend, nonstop basketball. Yeah. And a uh, little ice lesson, I'm glad I have this behind me. I spent 
probably no kidding 16 hours this weekend getting my taxes organized <laughs> i think i'd rather have a vasectomy than do my taxes it was horrible i was spread out all across the living room becca could tell you i had stat like specific stacks and you know i was pretty diligent throughout the year because you saw me we yeah, go to yeah. coffee or we go you know we go get drinks or i'd meet with a client and i keep all my receipts yeah i would actually keep all my receipts and envelopes but what i didn't do was then necessarily get them entered in electronically. And so it's mm -hmm. like I wasn't even doing my taxes. I was doing the work to, to work to hand them over to an accountant. And it still took me like a ridiculous amount of time. So, man, mm -hmm. that is one life lesson now that I've run my own. That's the only thing thus far that I'm not so keen on, on like running my own business is having to pull that shit together. Oh, like, I can imagine. Yeah. To, uh, for taxes. And Beck and I were talking. It's like, okay, you need to do that quarterly here on out like you need to get it all so i've got a spreadsheet a big spreadsheet and actually need to look at some i have software that could probably do it but i haven't like set up the hours to to do yeah. the software so sure there, there's some technology an app or something you can just take a picture of the receipt and it does it but. there is there is but even then you have to enter all the metadata so it's a matter of do you do it when you do you do it when you make the purchase or you incur the expense or do you do it all at the end? And so I sat there and watched basketball and yelling at the dogs because they would step on and knock over a pile of receipts. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine with your dogs. Yeah, well, Foggy had his ass all over some of my... Hey, give it right to the IRS. Yeah, that's where it belongs, I guess. Anything behind you that you're glad it's behind you? I'm just glad winter's behind. It's like, I'm, I'm done, man. The older I get, the harder it is to deal with winter and uh ready for some nice weather are you and uh are you and die at the point where you guys are like jacking with the thermos are you having like the thermostat battle no i we just have it set on a program and just let it run and uh um there's com complaining about the temperature but uh, no for the most part it is what it, it is. is yeah becca was complaining and we're, we're this will be the full topic today but this is like the first sign of aging. Mm. So we're going to talk about getting old, obviously. Yeah. Becca um, has been, she and I have been having the thermostat battle because she said, I'm starting to get cold. This is the first sign of aging. And and I'm like, leave it where it is. I'm fat and hot. Yes. You can put on layers. Yes. But yes. I'm fat and hot. You can warm up. It's hard for me to cool down. down. Yeah. 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 Well, there's always menopause. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Once she hits that, then you're both going to be at the same temperature, just you know, for a period right. of time. For a period of time. But if she's anything like my grandmother, my grandmother was constantly cold. Yeah, they lived in Oklahoma, and we would go to visit, and we would bring like ice packs and like layer ourselves in ice packs because she would she wouldn't put on the AC in July, in Oklahoma. Yeah, my grandma was the same way. That's nuts. Like they just didn't grow up with it. Maybe I don't know, but. Always sweating at my grandma's. Yeah, I'm sweating. And out. I wasn't fat back then. Yeah, I'm sweating. Out. I'm yeah. sweating now. So, all right, what do you got going this weekend? Uh, going to a wedding. Yeah, I got a family wedding here, so it's pretty exciting. And, you know, see some people, hang out, have you, some fun. You can bring me back some beer. Uh, actually, I will. There's actually a good brewery down there. It's in Wichita. It's uh, Central Standard Brewing. It's a good place. Good, good offerings. I'm definitely planning on heading there. I like that IPA. What was the IPA we had last time? It was like when I was uh, Laser Light Fog Show or some 
some shit like that, but it was good. Yeah, it's kind of tropical, kind of grapefruity. Yeah. It's got like grapefruit, grapefruit IPA. Yeah, they actually do some stouts pretty good too. So, uh, ooh, I'm not sure we've had one of those. Uh, we had Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Toes. I don't know how I remember these names. Yeah, but... And I don't even have my. I'm, I left my phone on the other side uh -huh. of the room, thankfully. So yeah, I needed. I needed to do that. Don't have me check untapped. So, so I'm definitely gonna work some time in to watch some basketball. Watch some basketball. I know I'm kind of. I'm upset. So probably a few folks watching will be over here on Saturday. So I'm having the not so annual, I had enough guys, they're coming over. So we're going to watch some basketball and try craft beer. I got about a dozen folks that are coming oh. maybe over here. So I'm trying to figure out, Beck and I were like, do we make chili? Do we do pork, pulled pork sliders? Again, me not wanting to prepare food. It's like, yeah, dude, pizza, pizza, I, hard to go wrong with pizza. It's the go-to, it's that go-to, but yeah, the, uh, so we're going to be drinking some craft beer and watching basketball on Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. So don't worry. Dangerous man will still be here. The question, the question is whether the Canadian breakfast stout will still be here. It's my last bottle. I'm contemplating. I wouldn't open it up for those knuckleheads. Yeah. I'm, we'll see. I might flip a coin on that. No, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> you think the Canadian breakfast stout needs to be dedicated to one of these? Yes, that, I'm down with that. <laughs> Let's do that. All right, you and I'd be hammered by the end of the show. Yeah, it's good stuff though. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to find. Oh, well, it's man. impossible to find now. Well, we we've alluded to it kind of coming up uh, to this point, but we we're going to talk about a little bit about getting old. So um, we came to this. This was one of our topics. We. Mm -hmm. anyway but we might as well just launch right into it um this is definitely the darkest episode we're talking about taxes getting old getting fat like vasectomies like man we're just running the gamut on the scaring people away in episode two that's the sure, that's the way a little more upbeat but... jay we scaring people away in episode two <laughs> we're doing okay how many offensive comments do we have this week it's just all positive from Gary, to be honest. <laughs> God, Gary says beer is greater than clothes. Beer is greater than clothes. I would agree. My, all evidence to the contrary. Becca, there's two in the relationship now. Two. I wanted to buy a whole suitcase while we were in Minneapolis. Extra suitcase. That uh, would have been a wise purchase. Just go there, buy the cheapest suitcase you could find, and fill her up. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it, it's dark, but we're going to have to address it at some point. So Becca, I landed on it officially because Becca hurt her knee today at work. Mm -hmm. And the conversation was funny as hell because I said, well, how did you hurt, her, hurt your knee? And she said, it's my fault. I go, okay, what do you mean it was your fault? It's like, did you you know, cover the floor in butter right, or banana peels? What do you mean it's your fault? Because she... She said, no, I was moving too fast. I'm like, brain's writing checks the body can't cash. Uh, yes. Uh, apparently. And you know that with me, like yeah. I reached that point where I'm starting to move slowly a couple of years ago because we went to go play pickleball and I got, yeah. got a little too aggressive and then blew out some muscles to where now I look like Darth Vader when I go to do anything physical. It's like all compression. You got to squeeze that shit in. <laughs> You, know? you were messed up for a while on that, too. Like, uh, I, yeah. You probably needed to see a doctor, but it'll heal on its own. Yeah. You remember the guy at the bar at uh, Chicken and Pickle? No. 
So you helped me. You helped me. You helped you, through the like we were war at war or something. <laughs> yes. You're like I, carrying I, you out, carrying me out to the bar. We go to the bar, and the guy's like, "Ah, ice bag." And he immediately went and grabbed me an ice bag. I do remember this now. And then I throw my leg up. And for folks that weren't there, I, I basically tore my calf um, diving because we started to get a little aggressive. And I planted hard and dove for a ball. And it, pop, it just popped. Yes. There and was a pop. There was a pop. And you, what did you say it looked like? It's like you got shot. <laughs> You're like, ah! <laughs> I mean, uh, it and wasn't just, pretty. And then just crumpled, and yeah. then just crumpled to the ground. So we get to the bar, and I throw my leg up. The guy had gotten me some ice, and I say something to the bartender. You remember, I said, I was like, you know, you must see this all the time. And he goes, oh, God, you middle-aged man. He's like, what, what was it? The first, the the first day, day they, they were open, open, somebody tore their ACL. and Like, for within the first hour. 40-year-old adolescence, man. We like to think, you know, remembering the glory days. Oh. What, what what scares you about getting old? Like, so it's like Becca today. Like, that was eye-opening for Becca. Yeah. Because she was, I, I never thought about moving cautiously. I didn't think I needed to do that. Yeah. This is the woman who does the fake staircase walk. Like, she's never probably going to do that again. Oh, man. Or I'm going to have to get her drunk before she She'll does She'll do it, it if, he, if she has a few drinks. I'm confident. Okay. Well, what, what, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of like you, uh, the older you get, the more you become like a hypochondriac. Like, you know, you kind of feel a little twinge or something. You're like, oh, God, what was that? But uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm tired more. And if again, is that I'm getting old or is that I'm getting fat? You know, it's like, <laughs> is it a combination of both? Like, what's, you know, what's the root of the problem here? But um, yeah, just it's, it's a little scary. I'll admit. So how or how serious were you before we got on air? Uh, you were having a conversation with Jay about working out. How committed did did, did he convince you that you are you going? Is he going to drag you to work out or what? I'm not working out with him, man. He's like <laughs> chiseled. And... No, but uh, now that the weather's turning, it's time to start you know shedding the winter coat, yeah, so to speak, and uh, we'll get it get rid of it. All right, a little more pickleball, you think? A little more pickleball, a little more just moving in general. Moving okay. Probably watching sixteen hours of basketball is not helping, but no, not helping at all. Or, or these high in sugar content are probably not helping. Yeah, but this has lots of vitamins and minerals in it, so it's kind of you know it's good what for a growing boy needs. It's good for dementia too. So, and I want to keep that faculty as much as the rest of the joint too. Yeah, that's that is scary though. The prospect of like kind of losing your mind, like. I I understand that my body's probably going to be giving out at some point. <laughs> I haven't treated it probably as well as I should. Um, but uh, it's scary to think, you know, you might start losing your faculties. And that's that's what scares me more. And I can't remember if it was today. It was earlier in the week. I can't remember if it was today or the day before, but it was like National Parkinson's Day. And I yeah. was on uh, the board for the Parkinson's Association. And that's, yeah, it is kind of hard to watch. And my grandfather had dementia. That part's hard to watch. So I pay as much attention to those things as as I do um, kind of the physical uh, aspects. Although, because we haven't had heart disease really in the family, but need to start paying a close attention. Yeah, you and I need to get out and play pickleball. So do lots of uh, Sudoku and, you know, word games. 
keep the brain working here. Well, that's what I switched to digital and also doing analog. Like, I think that's a good way to kind of train the brain. It's like write as much as physically write and do things analog as much as like focusing on digital stuff. Because mm. as much as the, it works different, it works different aspects of the brain. As, as fixated as I am with tech and as much time as I spend on tech, a lot of times I still like to take my notes analog just because the recall so much better it's just really? crazy the way yeah i think your brain processes the way you input the information completely differently i literally so, try to write as little as possible like my penmanship is i can print but that's it like no no well i'm not saying it's good legible i'm just saying i put it down hmm. whether i can read it later or not who the hell knows so all right, Yoda's told me we're at time, so I went ahead and and he can only make about half the episode on that line. He's getting old too. He's he like getting old years too. old now. Yeah, but you know the beauty of that is having him behind us. No matter how fucking old we feel, he's nine hundred years old. Yeah. So that uh, he that, looks it. He looks it. So all right, quick triple D discussion. And for folks who may not recall what this is, we're going to throw out a scenario each week and discuss whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. This week's Triple D scenario, we did the car one last week, and mm -hmm. if you're driving slow in the in the fast lane, this one actually is a personal favorite of mine, because we, we know somebody, I'm not going to name names, but we we seriously used to hang out with somebody well, I mean, you know, that used to do this all the time. Most of the stuff in this is from <laughs> like our experience, but yes. So this week's Triple D move is someone who constantly tells you how much stuff, or how, how much... Of course, I've got to botch that. Someone who constantly tells you how much stuff they buy. Someone who got... Whew. There's, there's let a... Let, let Chad read, I'll it, read it. Because I can't read, apparently. Uh, someone, someone who constantly tells you how much stuff they buy costs. Yes. People that are uber fixated on brand names and wants to make sure you know that they spend a lot of money on that item. So this is the person who goes out and buys a Porsche. Yes. <laughs> yes. It will then tell you how much the Porsche cost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm into consumerism. I mean, I like things just like anybody else. I like nice things, but uh, um, when people just get so worked up about, you know, oh my God, it's this brand, or you know, uh, it costs this much money. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, some of that stuff, I think you're an idiot for spending that much money on, you know, what. Some shoes or a coat or something, you know. To... And those are nominal. In the grand scheme of things, it's not well, like it can those really are... scale quickly. Yeah, those are nominal purchases. Some of the finer things you and I like are like nice beer, consumables, consume. Yeah, things that just go into our body. They taste good, and then it's like after that, they have a meal. Yeah, a meal. Something coffee, like coffee, coffee. Lock alone, lock alone. Yes, little plug for lock alone. All right. So, what would you consider this? Are you, uh, dick douche or dumbass? A lot of these almost always fall into one category, and this one is no exception, maybe more than any of the others. Um, it's a douche move. I mean, you're a D-bag. Anybody that feels the need to tell me how much your shoes cost, your car, your house, whatever, I don't really care. Now, let me ask you, is that same theory or hypothesis apply if they saved a lot of money in the said purchase? So if they, like... Got it for half price, and they're telling. Oh you. God, that's my. <laughs> I mean, this is this is my dad, man. Like, oh, 
every time I see him, he has five stories about, oh my God, this shirt originally cost $80. Your mom had a coupon. She got it on sale. It was in the clearance bin. She paid $2.99 for it. Like, I'm like, fabulous. Like, I like a deal as much as anybody, but like, I don't need the, all the particulars. <laughs> so you get, you think that you've got a coupon for extra douchiness. <laughs> He's just, he just likes a deal. Yeah. He doesn't like a deal, but like, yeah, you don't need to tell everybody about I it. I don't need all the, all yeah. the details. I, I would agree with you on the, just on the original premise here. The people that come out and tell you how much something costs. Uh, is clearly in the the douche camp. The the only thing that's weird about this scenario, though, is I'm thinking about Becca's criteria for dick versus douche. Yeah, and this one almost seems self aware. Like they this, are self aware, but it's such a douche move, man. Yeah, like nobody cares. Like to me, this is the Trump douche exception, where it's like you're self aware because normally her, her you know her criteria is if you're self aware. And you're throwing something out like that, then it's clearly in the dick camp. It's like you're you're yeah. coming out and saying she might argue you're going to come out and say how big a boy are you? Like I'm a bigger boy than you because. Right. But I I think just the fact that. Uh oh, we cut out. You're the producer. Technical. You should know this shit. All right, so, so you uh, think you charge the battery for a show? Are you a dick all... douche or a dumbass? Are you dick douche or a dumbass? I think we're off now, are we? No. no. Are we still live? Uh, we're still live. So. All right. This is falls <laughs> under the... This is the perfect <laughs> ending to the getting old episode. So, yeah. I don't know how to work this damn thing. Like, yeah. The the camera got old and tired and shut the hell up. <laughs> you're like a VCR blinking 12. Like, oh, man. Oh, that's, you know what? That's called investment in an extra battery pack, like the extended battery pack. That's happening on Amazon. Have a, like a plug-in? It probably does. I just didn't do it. And I got a whole power strip and everything there. So this would fall in the dumbass camp. How about Definitely. that? <laughs> the dumbass. There we camp. got a bonus triple yeah. D. Yeah, today. triple. Yeah, bonus triple D. Uh, well, as we're talking about triple D, want to throw out? I'm going to mention something that's going on that's cool. I just saw it today. Do you, do you hear about this thing? The Mister the Mister Rogers kindness crawl. No, I have not heard about this. So Mister Rogers making a comeback in so many different ways. I guess they're is doing. He the, dead? He is dead. Okay, but they're doing a documentary about him mm. because they're feeling like there needs to be. be there needs to be more kindness in the world. They're doing a documentary about him. Amen. And then they're doing this cool thing, the streetcar, um, with um, um, KCPT and Alamo Draft House are doing this cool uh, charity event this Saturday and where you basically are doing like a pub crawl. But instead of a pub crawl, it's a charity crawl where you go and help like for people in need that are hung, you know, need, need food. You're yeah. building peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, very and then cool. you bounce from place to place to place. And it's like five or six different places. So um, I want to give a shout out to that. I don't know anything about it other than I saw that, started reading about yeah. a minute or two of it. You had me at Kansas City Streetcar and Alamo Draft House. Yeah. And, and helping others. And helping others, which I thought that was kind of cool. So they're doing that this Saturday. You can find some more information 
about that. Uh, I thought it was a good way to kind of book in the Triple D. We talked about a douchebag. And how do you not be a douchebag? Well, go out and help, help somebody. Others. Go yeah. help somebody else. So speaking of that, thanks for hanging with us. If you enjoyed today's episode and the fractured uh, components of it, yeah, it was bad, real bad. Go out to the He Says, She Says Facebook page and like, follow us if you haven't already. Uh, and also check out the He Says, She Says Casey blog. Soon you'll be able to subscribe to us and rate us. Leave us a comment and all that cool shit on your favorite podcast platform, such as iTunes, SoundCloud, and we are up on Stitcher. And once Jay gets off his ass and gets some things put together, we will actually have audio, which will be much better than the video. Yeah.